This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, November 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Dems, GOP, stay in corners on stimulus. Costa gets home team support for ag. And Trudeau reaches out on China. Uh, here's a programming note. Uh, to Wednesday is a federal holiday for Veterans Day, so there will be no AgriPulse Daybreak that day. Daybreak will return on Thursday. Talk, but no sign of progress on stimulus. There's little evidence on Capitol Hill that the chances of a new stimulus bill have improved since the election. In a message to House Democrats, House Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland says his party wants a deal, quote, along the lines of what we passed in May and October in the HEROES Act. So far, the Republican-led Senate has ignored this pressing challenge, and it is long past time to act, Hoyer writes. In the meantime, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky yesterday called on Democrats to agree to a, quote, targeted bill. Now, keep in mind, Pfizer's announcement that its vaccine is more than 90% effective against COVID-19 throws a new twist into the stimulus debate, given the positive impact the vaccine could have on the economy. That might make it easier for Republicans to take a harder line on the cost of a stimulus package. California Farm Bureau backs Costa to lead House Ag. The California Farm Bureau Federation is throwing its weight behind home state representative Jim Costa to be the next chairman of the House Agriculture Committee following Representative Colin Peterson's failed re-election bid. Given his decades of experience in California agriculture, we believe Congressman Jim Costa is the right person to lead the committee as Americans grapple with the challenge of keeping nutritious food available for all growing the economic opportunities for new and existing agriculturalists and addressing the risk brought by a changing climate, said CFBF President Jamie Johansson. The California Fresh Fruit Association is also pushing for Costa. A farmer himself, Congressman Costa, understands the daily challenges farmers face, said CFFA President Ian LeMay. He pointed out that California has been the top ag-producing region in the world since 1867, the last time a California representative was chair. Representative David Scott of Georgia also has announced his candidacy for the ag chairmanship. Trudeau seeks Biden's help on China. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau reached out to President-elect Joe Biden yesterday and stressed in tweets that they agreed to, quote, work closely together on issues such as trade, energy, and China. While Canada is preoccupied with China's detention of two Canadians on charges of spying, the U.S. is still in a trade war with China. Biden has vowed to work with allies to confront the Asian adversary. On another trade issue, the U.S. farmers are concerned that Canada is not living up to its promise to import more dairy, a provision agreed upon by the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. EU to retaliate on WTO's Boeing ruling. The European Union is set to begin hitting the U.S. with tariffs on $4 billion worth of goods today to retaliate against unfair subsidies for Boeing. The Trump administration is responding angrily. 
The United States is disappointed by the action taken by the EU today. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said yesterday the alleged subsidy to Boeing was repealed seven months ago. The EU has long proclaimed its commitment to following WTO rules, but today's announcement shows they do so only when convenient to them. The retaliation could include tariffs on some farm and food products, such as frozen concentrated orange juice, walnuts, and grapes. Environmentalists signaling lawsuit over wolf. Western conservation groups are moving to sue the Fish and Wildlife Service over its decision to remove the gray wolf from the endangered species list. In delisting wolves, the service ignores the science showing they are not recovered in the West. The groups, including the Western Watershed Project and Wild Earth Guardian, said in announcing the filing of a formal notice of intent to sue the agency. The service concluded that because, in its belief, there are sufficient wolves in the Great Lakes states, it does not matter that wolves in the West are not yet recovered. The service's delisting rule mirrors previously failed attempts to delist the gray wolf, the group said. A 60-day notice is required under the Endangered Species Act before a lawsuit can be filed. Poultry industry. Data shows worker safety improvement. Groups representing the poultry industry are touting new numbers from the Bureau of Labor Statistics that they say show an improved safety record. U.S. Poultry and Egg Association, the National Chicken Council, and the National Turkey Federation cited an annual BLS report showing the poultry processing illness and injury rate for 2019 was 3.2 cases per 100 full-time workers, down from 3.5 in 2018. That rate was below the rate of 5.1 for similar agriculture industries and lower than the rates for food manufacturing in general and all of manufacturing at 3.3. Keep in mind, the Office of Management and Budget is reviewing a USDA proposal to increase line speeds at chicken slaughter plants. Here's a critic's view. Debbie Berkowitz, Worker Safety and Health Program Director at the National Employment Law Project, said these numbers are industry-reported numbers and are not worth the paper they're printed on. We know there is serious under-reporting in this industry. FCC nominee faces hearing amid broadband concerns. Rural broadband advocates want senators to press Federal Communications Commission nominee Nathan Semington today on his views about expanding rural broadband. The group Connect America Now has asked committee chairman Roger Wicker of Mississippi to specifically find out where Semington stands on using some TV spectrum for rural broadband deployment. TV white spaces are unused spectrum and the UHF television bands that are particularly well adapted to broadband deployments in rural areas, says the group a coalition of 275 organizations, including agriculture to healthcare interests. The group also wants Semington to commit to full implementation of the Broadband Data Act to improve the nation's broadband coverage maps to better identify gaps in service. Here's today's He Said It. Both sides are saying they want one, but both sides are saying they want what they want. 
that Senator Roy Blunt, a Republican from Missouri, when asked by a reporter about the prospects of passing a stimulus bill in the lame duck session. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, November 10th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.